Ozarks in 5, brought to you by Talking Rocks Cavern. Explore the beauty above and below ground at Talking Rocks Cavern. And the Springfield Green County Park Board, reminding you to go play. Here are your hosts, Ethan and Sarah Foreheads. Hey, good Friday morning to you. Glad to be with you. Glad you're joining us. Glad it's Friday. Glad about all those things. So let's get started with a little news. All right. A traffic stop turned into a large drug bust in Lake Ozark. A man was stopped, and during a search of his car, deputies found about 150 capsules of the very dangerous drug fentanyl. The 41-year-old man from Four Seasons is now charged with drug trafficking. Last year alone, there were 75,000 overdose deaths in the U.S. from synthetic opioids, most of them fentanyl. Just two milligrams of fentanyl can be deadly to people. Missouri schools are hoping to rebound to where they were before the COVID setback, but they are not there yet. For testing from the state-mandated exams, the preliminary report card shows in third grade, 58% of students in reading and 59% of students in math were one or more years behind where they should be. Missouri certainly not the only state, though, dealing with the fallout from COVID. Other states are reporting similar stories. Uh, the positive, though, for Missouri, the report showed that compared to the 21-22 school year, Missouri students recorded slight increases in reading, except for in grades 6 and 7. Hmm. Okay. Uh, the fight over whether a development can go in at the corner of Nashville and Sunshine, we've told you about this for months now, it's on hold until uh, at least October 2nd. That's when a new judge will take over this case. Previous judge retired, and then two other judges recused themselves over conflicts of interest related to this. Some residents of the University Heights neighborhood are trying to block the development located at the northwest corner of Sunshine and National. That proposed development would raise some houses there. They've already raised some houses that they bought and would build an apartment building with retail and restaurant space on the bottom floor. So it's in court, but the court case is delayed a little bit because of the judge thing. October 2nd, you said? Uh, that's the earliest. Yeah. Okay. As students get moved in at Missouri State University, that's just happening this week. It's a very first for a lot more of them this year. Freshman enrollment at MSU is up about 23%, which equates to nearly 500 extra freshmen on campus. Of course, it's been a busy week at college campuses locally. Uh, today is move-in day over at Drury and Evangel Universities as well. So lots of activity around campuses. Yes, I have friends who've been moving their children back into school. So wow, it's exciting. Yeah. There we go. Um, all right. Thousands of companies and institutions impacted by a massive data breach, including the University of Missouri, as well as campuses in Kansas City, St. Louis, and then S&T and Rolla all impacted. For those affected, it could mean your birthday, social security number, name, address were stolen, uh, or just some of that information possibly. Either way, universities, not the only ones hit, but some companies as well. And now there is an investigation to figure out uh, how that information was leaked. Seems like for a while there, we were reporting on these like every other week or so, but since then they've slowed down. So I don't know if the events have actually slowed down. If, if there's fewer data breaches than there were, or if the companies aren't telling us about the data breaches, or if we're in that time zone between the data breach and then the long period of time before they tell you about the data breach, 
I don't know, but it seems like for a while there, we were doing a bunch of these. So I don't know if security has increased and we're better at protecting data or not. I tend to doubt. Yes, probably that, but you know, criminals mm -hmm. have gotten smarter too. So yeah, it's always an, mm -hmm. yes. Uh, all right. The, here's an attempt to keep good athletes in Missouri. And really this isn't happening many other places other than Missouri at this point. Uh, the governor just signed a new NIL law stands for name, image, and likeness law uh, that gives athletes more opportunity to make money at a younger age from playing sports. Under this new law, high school players in Missouri can start making money on endorsements, but only if they sign a letter of intent to play for a Missouri college. That means a senior in high school, for example, could start getting paid to play during their senior year. It's crazy. Uh, also, college coaches can help facilitate endorsement deals for their players when before they were prohibited from doing that. So this NIL, it's a its a brave new world. It's the wild, wild west. And uh, a lot of people love it because kids are able to be paid for the talents that they have. Uh, and some of them, not kids. I call everybody younger than me kid. Uh, some people hate it because it's ruining college and maybe now high school sports is, is what they say. I am not super familiar. Like my knee jerk without really studying it would be that it seems more appropriate maybe for a college level player, but high school just seems way too soon, doesn't it? Well, they're they're technically not being played for playing in high school. They're being played for what they're paid for come for are paid for you keep saying for, played and you're oh, throwing sorry. me. Well, they play sports. It threw me. <laughs> uh they're being paid. In it now for coming to the University of Missouri, for example. So that sweetens the deal to get them to sign with MU. As opposed to that, Louisiana or something. Or Oklahoma or whoever. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just, I don't know. High school seems young, I guess, to be paid to play um, and to be, I don't know, making just, ah, Dan. I feel like the I I want at least in my mind like I want the decision on where you go to college to be based not on payment, is what I'm saying. Well, yeah, the, with this nil stuff that that that's over. That, yep. That's over. The, the glory it is days. over. And Missouri again is one of the first, and so we'll see now if other states follow suit. Yeah. So yeah. okay. Uh, finally, goal. this a Springfield Healthcare tech management company is one of the fastest growing private companies in America. Capital I LLC has been in business for five years and just debuted at number 40 on Inc. Magazine's annual list. The list ranks companies based on their revenue growth over a three-year period. Get this, Capital I apparently had revenue growth of more than 9,000%. That's oh. pretty wild. Capital I provides healthcare to service members and veterans through healthcare technology management. Also, four other local companies made the list, all ranking 1,000 or lower, but still impressed at all that you would be on the list of fastest growing in America. Yeah. Yeah, that's very impressive. And 9,000%. I wish I could get that kind of revenue growth. Isn't that nuts? Just for like six months. Yeah, that's really wild. Um, good yeah. for them. Good for them. Yeah, great um, for them. Yeah. Uh, all right. Again, it's going to cost you more, more money to borrow money. Uh, the average rate on a 30-year mortgage is now at its highest level 
in more than 20 years, more than double what it was just two years ago. Uh, the average rate on a 30-year home loan is now at 7%, 7.09%. A year ago, the rate averaged 5.13%. Uh, it's the result, of course, of several rate hikes by the Federal Reserve over the past couple of years to try to stop inflation, which, uh, which was out of control and is being tamed a little bit, I think, as a result of this. Hmm. Uh, tonight from 5.30 to 8.30, you can head downtown and eat at Springfield Brewing Company and have an officer wait on you as your waiter or waitress. Springfield police officers are helping raise money and awareness for Big Brothers, Big Sisters of the Ozarks, uh, which, of course, is an organization, very important organization that helps improve the lives of youth in the community. You can go out to eat tonight for a good cause and then have fun with a Springfield police officer. Get to meet them oh. at your table. Uh, also on Saturday from six to nine in the evening, you can head out to the Dickerson Park Zoo and party with the keeper. It's a fun event at the zoo to raise money for it. Admission is five dollars. Uh, kids, though, five and under will get in for free. You can chat with the zookeepers, enjoy animal encounters, food trucks, a giraffe feeding, a silent auction and some raffle tickets on Saturday evening at the zoo. Tomorrow night, six to nine. That's cool. It's exciting. That, that'll be fun. That'll be kids. fun. Yeah. Kids you can learn a lot them. from a zookeeper sure. that you probably would not otherwise learn just from going to observe the animals yourself. Well, yeah. I mean, there's lots of questions that I would have for zookeepers just about the life of a zookeeper and dealing with animals all day, every day. Right. All various, different kinds of animals, too. Yeah. Various yeah. animals. Yeah. They, they range from big, dangerous things to little cute and cuddly things to snakes. I'm I'm not I'm not cuddling anything at the zoo. <laughs> they don't have any dogs to my knowledge, so prairie dogs. They're cute. <laughs> um until they bite your face off. That's true. Um all right. Well, happy Friday. We made it. Um hopefully your week was good. Did it feel kind of long? I felt like it felt kind of long. It was a very long week, yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know what? It's the weekend. So everybody smile. You just have one more day to work and then you're here. So um, Enjoy thanks it. for joining us. Yes, we'll see you Monday. See you. It's time for Around the Ozarks Wake Up Weather. Here's your host, Abby Dyer. Hey, everyone. Happy Friday. We made it. A lot of folks out there getting back to school this week, and we are warming up for back to school. That is for sure. It feels like a summer-like weekend across the Ozarks. That's what I have on deck for you. No rain in the forecast. Not today, not Saturday, not Sunday. So if you're worried about that this weekend, it's just not going to happen. It's really the hot temperatures that take the headlines for us as we get closer to the weekend. Numbers today, not so bad. I have upper 80s in the forecast, but it's going to be sunny and hot for a few days. Still, a lot of good pool days, a lot of good lake days in this extended forecast. In fact, maybe a little bit uncomfortable. It's so hot outside. We get this big summertime ridge to build back in. It's a pretty nice weather setup. What we have for today, low relative humidity. That's why we've been able to enjoy these nice, cool mornings. Get out early in the morning, late in the evening, if you can, if you want to get outside, because uh, the relative humidity is not so bad yet, but it builds back in as we head through the weekend forecast. Today, I told you, I think we'll be in the 80s, about 87 for Springfield today. Some will hit the 90s today, just about 90 degrees. We step it up tomorrow, 
and then we step it up again on Sunday. And by Sunday, there could be a few folks out there that get close to 100. So we are not done with those hot, hot temperatures just yet. No rain in this forecast. I mentioned that. I know many of you are still wanting some. We still have some of those drought conditions showing up, especially in many of our northern counties. But I want to show you what this looks like because this is rainfall accumulation over the next seven days. When I look out at those charts, nothing for us, not only here in the Ozarks, but it's like Missouri, Kansas, Arkansas, portions of Iowa, portions of Illinois, getting nothing at all over the next seven days in terms of rainfall. So we are looking at an extended dry period in this seven day forecast. And I'm expecting that we hold on to this dry pattern for this, uh, foreseeable future here. Don't expect a whole lot in the rain department. Now, for many of you, that is really not good news because moderate drought is still showing up in the Ozarks. And that's really the case. It's worse up in central Missouri and our Northwestern counties, but we saw improvement in last week's drought monitor. So we were really kind of chipping away at those drought conditions. I think the coming week is going to set us back and we'll see no change to maybe a little bit worse conditions by this time next week with no rain in my forecast for the next seven days. Nice though to get outdoors if you want to be enjoying some of those summer-like activities. 87 degrees, forecasted high temperature day, loads of sunshine, and it's nothing but sunshine coming our way. I have high temperatures that will approach 100 Sunday and Monday. I think those are the two hottest days of the week. That's when high pressure is really control in the upper levels, and it brings us this uh, very warm summer-like pattern. For the weekend, I know I mentioned this yesterday, but we were watching that tropical storm, Hillary. Yeah, made it to Hurricane Hillary. Don't worry, though. It's not going to strengthen as it approaches the United States. However, it will impact the Southwest United States, a post-tropical storm, is moving really fast. It's going to be impacting southwestern portions of the country as we head into the weekend. We're talking Friday, Saturday, Sunday. If you know anybody, Southern California, Nevada, anybody got a trip to Vegas this weekend? It's looking real rainy. And uh, portions of Arizona also looking to get in on quite a bit of rainfall this weekend. In fact, Death Valley could get a year's worth of rain just this weekend when you add it up from Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Now, a year's worth of rain for them is only 2.23 inches, but still, that's pretty phenomenal. It is going to be a soaking wet weekend for the Southwest. Uh, good because they need the rain, and of course, that gets rid of the wildfire risk a little bit. However, it also means that the flooding potential for the southwestern portion of the country is going to be increased for the weekend. So you may see that in the headlines this weekend or at least early next week. All right, it is time to show you the brain twister question that I left you with yesterday. And it's a really fun morning once again, because my husband, Joseph Arnold, has agreed once again to join the show. Take a crack at the brain twister. Uh, the trivia king has been doing pretty good. Not that I'm counting, but I think you're three for three. Uh, is that correct, Joseph? That's correct. Not that I'm counting Not either, that you're but, counting uh, either. Yeah. Thank you for having me. It's a, there's a lot of pressure to keep this undefeated streak alive. Yeah. Lay it all on the line. So, all right. Well, like, like we did last week, we can do the thing where you can answer the question from yesterday. And then if you want to take a stab at it, I mean, you could increase your record today to five. Okay. Yeah. That's possible. Let's, I'll give you two, two questions. For. Okay. It'll be a twofer. All right. Let's start with uh, the question that I left everybody with on uh, Thursday. So here it is. Humans and which other animal enjoy spicy food? 
You think it is A, the European pine vole, B, the Asian elephant, C, the Komodo dragon, or D, the Chinese tree shrew? Oh, man. I always like to try to reason through these, even though if you don't know it, there's not really any reasoning. <laughs> yeah. Do you know to it? To be done. Uh, I don't know it. Okay. I don't know it, but uh, I have I have a guess. Okay. I feel like voles and dragons and, and shrews are all very spicy animals, but uh-huh. uh, they kind of have small brains, whereas the Asian elephant is a pretty intelligent animal oh, okay. and also probably lives in parts of the world where there are peppers and spicy foods and they can mm-hmm. probably enjoy them the way that other intelligent species like like us can do. So my, my guess based on that loose reasoning is uh, B, Asian elephant. I am sorry to tell you that oh, it's no. not the correct answer. I know. Are oh, you regretting no. coming on the show? Yes. Can, <laughs> is there any way we can cancel this? Can we cut this? Sorry. No, no oh. takesies, backsies. Undefeated no more. The Undefeated shrew. no more. It is the Chinese tree shrew. Well, I'll never forget that. Well, I know. Yeah. I had not heard of this either. And I would have thought more mammals besides humans like spicy food. Yeah. Apparently that is not the case. Like seek it out. Um, it is the tree shrew. And I looked this up. I like your logic that elephants are smart and therefore they probably like like, a refined palate. They like to try different things. However, uh, it's almost the exact opposite reason. It's it's the tree (laughs) shrew because they have a mutation where they actually, uh, the capsaicin sensor for the shrews doesn't work. So they have no idea that it's spicy. Uh, and it's because all of the other animals around them are better hunters than they are. So mm-hmm. they have like developed this mutation so that they kind of get the leftovers. And what's yeah. left over is all the spicy stuff that nobody else wants. But they're like, well, we can't taste it. <laughs> it's all here. Nobody else is going for this. This is Just all for us. Hanging out up in the trees. Yes. Yeah, so all the spicy peppers they want. Yeah. Okay. So they notice it now and seek it out. Uh, and then w- I was looking up this article that was describing why the tree shrews like the spicy food. And, um, this is from Smithsonian magazine and it was like, okay, well then why do humans seek it out? Like what makes humans like ghost peppers and other tongue numbing, esophagus tearing, lung collapsing peppers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and gastro psychologists think it's something called benign masochism in which we seek out pain and negative stimuli, like the burning feeling of peppers when we know there is no actual damage being done. Mm. So. But sometimes there is damage being done. So. Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I don't know. I wonder if it damages the tree shrews. You know, like, I hope it does. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> they ruined my record. He's really <laughs> mad that this question yeah, didn't upset. go his way. Well, no, we yeah. hope those tree shrews are just fine eating their hot peppers. Um, It sounded like people didn't know this question though, either. I saw uh, a lot of different answers on Around Mm -hmm. the Ozarks uh, Facebook I feel better about myself. Thanks everybody. All right. Well, here's a chance to redeem yourself. You won't find out today if you are correct, but we will leave you with a guess uh, that I will then answer on Monday. This is kind of a fun question. Here's Monday's brain twister question. What candy bar was named after a family horse? Hmm. Do you think it was A, 
Hershey's Gold, B, Snickers, C, Reese's Cups, or D, O. Henry? Again, I won't give you the answer, but take a guess. I mean, it sure sounds like D, O. Henry. That seems like some sort of horse involved. That sounds like someone you'd see running in the Kentucky Derby or something. I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess D, but I'm on a losing streak, people, so don't. <laughs> Don't follow me down. Will you go with Joseph or will you make your own answer? It's a tough question. He's got a good record. Three and one now. Can he make it four and one? We will find out Monday. Thank you, Joseph. Looking for, for redemption. He's looking for redemption. Thanks for joining this morning. This is fun to have you answer the brain twisters. And we'll have you ne back next week. Uh, Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Happy have, Friday, everybody. Yeah, happy Friday to you. Yeah, thanks everyone for listening. I sure appreciate it. If you need weather this weekend, make sure you check out aroundtheozarks.com. I'm going to have you covered there with all of the hot details on your weekend forecast. In the meantime, enjoy your Friday, and I will chat with you again on Monday morning.